The next train to Tangent City departs in one minute. This is an unlimited service that may stop at reviews, spoilers, and swearing. Passengers traveling with young or conservative travel companions are reminded to read the show description before embarking on any journey to Tangent City. I kind of feel a little bit naughty. Naughty? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like we've gotten up after dark and like, you know, or you know, after the parents have gone to bed. <laughs> <laughs> we've plugged in the microphones. <laughs> I'm recording a, a naughty podcast, although it's not naughty in that way. <laughs> Ew, that, don't be rude, Lewis. Is that is that just because we're recording a Tangent City without uh, Cecilia and Rachel being here? Pretty much. But it's 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 got to be done. Like, yeah, no, but I'm, I also feel like it's like one of those things where it's like a weird kind of crossover because, like, you know, you've got me and you and we usually sit down, like, when it's just you and I mm-hmm. to do Diz Down Under. Yep. Um, I'm just about to pop open a bottle of whiskey, <laughs> so a little bit of was cast in there. Yeah, and um, and of course, um, we're gonna be talking about a movie, and I dare say there's probably gonna be plenty of tangents to head down. <laughs> um, what should we do first? Should we talk about the movie or should we talk about the whiskey? Because uh, I'm really thirsty. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, uh, you, well, you pop the, the the cork on the whiskey there. Okay, because uh, it, it's yeah, we're gonna be talking about a, a movie. Um, I love that sound. <laughs> And it's uh, it, it's it was one of those films where you, we saw it and we were just like we've got to go home and record about this. And I initially wanted to do this as a unscripted the film show, but you you said because you're on it, it makes more sense being Tangent City. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, well, I just kind of feel like that'll probably annoy people a little bit less. <laughs> <laughs> feel naughty, feel naughty. Sorry, ladies. Well, uh, so are you going to introduce the, the Wozcast pass of the show? show. Are you going to introduce what whiskey we've got here? The Wozcast pass of the show. Part of the show. <laughs> he hasn't even started drinking no. yet. Um, yes, we have um, one of the Game Game of Thrones special editions. So it's a limited edition. Um, it's the Royal Loch Nagar, which you and I um, actually were introduced to Royal Loch Nagar because we decided to go to that distillery when we're staying in Aberdeen, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we decided to go there just on a bit of a whim and it was probably one of the best whiskey tour experiences that we've ever had. And um, and I guess I should probably reach over and cheers you. <laughs> All right. Cheers. <laughs> to see if the Game of Thrones Royal Loch Nagar is better than the season ending of Game of Thrones. <laughs> I believe they still won Emmys though. I haven't even looked at that. Oh, that's smooth. <laughs> I swear to God, every episode of Wozcast is, ooh, it's smooth. I just can't wait till you have a harsh one. <laughs> He's going, oh, well, that's rough as guts. Jesus. Just that first one. <laughs> no, it's very that's It's very, very nice. tasty. Mm. Um, so I guess we should probably in- introduce the next bit. Do you just want to play the trailer to introduce the next bit? Uh, well, before we do that, we'll introduce ourselves. I'm Lewis. <laughs> yeah, see, that's a traditional watch card. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Lewis, and this is Catherine. Hey, hi. My, my wife and my co-host on Diz Down Under. Hi. Uh, and, yeah, so we are going to uh, do a deep dive. This is going to be... I feel like you got more whiskey than me. This is... <laughs> This is going to be a spoiler cast, so I think there's a bell that you've got Ooh. to uh, get up there. So, yeah, this is going to be a spoiler cast. No, no, wait, 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 wait. It's going to be a spoiler cast. Oh, yeah. off mic. Um, it's going to be a spoiler cast, and I just don't know whether I've never been able to ring the spoil spoiler bell. Right, okay. It's, it's never been my honour. 
And again, I'm sorry, Rach, I feel really naughty. Shall I do it? Yeah, go on. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're, you're bad at that. You're banned. It was chaotic. Right. Okay. Right. So, so we're going to. Uh, we go. I wasn't bad. The bell wasn't <laughs> screwed in properly. Can so, I try that again? Right, Much better. Right. We're going to do a, a, a spoiler cast on the Joker film, and we're going to play the trailer in a second. But if you don't want to have the film spoiled, stop listening now. Go watch the Joker film. Go watch Joker, and then come back, and then listen to this this spoiler cast. You want to? You want a trailer now? Yeah. Now. Now. <laughs> now. Stop it, there's too much pressure. My name's Arthur. Well, there's something special about you, Arthur, I could tell. Where are you from? I live right here in the city with my mother. She says I was put here to spread joy and laughter. <laughs> What's so funny? She always tells me to smile and put on a happy face. Rated R. <laughs> you chose to play the short one, didn't you? <laughs> yeah. Did you want me to play a longer one? Yeah, I, I wanted. The, I wanted the story. Uh, the, the story one. The last. Of the Joker trailers. Oh, okay. Do you want me to like redo this? Uh, or or no, do you no. want the world to know how I, bad I, I, a producer I, would, yeah, I am? I, I want the world to know. So, <laughs> so you find the other other trailer. But um, yeah, so we went and saw the we went and saw the Joker. F- what? I'm shaking my head because you're going to start talking about the movie and ruining it for everyone. That's kind of the point of a spoiler cast. Yeah, <laughs> I know. But how come you get to say everything before I get to say anything? Yeah. There is no longer trailer. So but, this was, it said it was the extended last trailer, the Joker final trailer. Yeah, I know. I, I think what they did was they put the short trailer in front of the long, longer trailer. Yeah. So I think the trailer, the, the, you started seeing the beginning of it where there was a big train. I think that was a longer trailer. All right. Well, maybe it's this one. We'll, we'll try it, okay? Okay. Give it a crack. Oh, dear. Oh, no. I'm having I'm having finger issues. I'm still having finger issues. <laughs> Please stop bothering my kid. Sorry. Arthur, I have some bad news for you. (laughs) This is the last time we'll be meeting. You don't listen, do you? You just ask the same questions every week. How's your job? Are you having any negative thoughts? All I have are negative thoughts. And finally, in a world where everyone thinks they can do my job, check out this guy. When I was a little boy and told people I was going to be a comedian, everyone laughed at me. Well, no one's laughing now. You can say that again, pal.
It's so awful, isn't it? For my whole life, I didn't know if I even really existed. But I do. And people are starting to notice. You think this is funny? Is this a joke to you? Uh, Murray, one small thing. Yeah. When you bring me out, can you introduce me as Joker? comes out in october did you know that (laughs) (laughs) so it is the uh so joker is out finally and uh we've had the chance to go and see it and i like was very uh, trepidatious about this film could you be trepidatious with the microphone a little bit closer to your mouth uh yep i can (laughs) that'd Uh, be great (laughs) uh because um I was seeing it was playing to a lot of critics and the critics were raving about it and they didn't do a like a wide uh, kind of uh, showing of the movie here in Perth, which is very odd for a film. Like, because usually you'd have for a, a big tentpole movie like this, you would have a screening where it was, uh, you know, reviewers and critics and just random people as well so they can go up onto facebook and go this was amazing go check this out but they only had a very small screening just for some select critics which was disconcerting and also strange because it's not like it's part of a franchise that's huge yeah but like you know how like some of the things like some of the movie franchises that have become quite big and it's a given that people are going to go see the movies they don't do huge previews for sometimes they'll just do like a uh um admit one only mm, kind mm. of thing that you have to go and see in the morning like uh star wars or something like that star wars yeah. um some of the marvel movies some of the disney movies um they tend to do that kind of thing with as well mm, some some of the disney films they do yes yeah. yeah but yeah so it was it was odd so that made me worried that maybe this film was just going to be like a critical darling and not play well with regular audiences mm. and uh, and that's been my, my theory all along is that you know this thing will um you know be critically acclaimed but bomb out with general audiences i i think i, I think i was wrong <laughs> uh i <laughs> sorry you're never wrong yeah, no I, I i was uh i was very surprised by the um you know, i i like i like the film it's okay it's not a fantastic film. Like, it's not, um, you know, revolutionary or anything like that. But it is still a watchable film. It's still an interesting film. But I will stand by my assertion that it is not a Joker film. The 
the no, ca- you can't say I'm going to stand by my assertion when you've made no assertion. No, no, I have in the past on uh, Unscripted Film Show. Oh, just by watching the trailers? By watching the trailers, I've said that this, you know, it doesn't look like a Joker film because uh, there, there's a lot of things about it uh, that, you know, uh, clearly not that character that we've come to know in the comic books and the TV show. Uh, and – but I, I – don't think that this movie shouldn't exist. I think um, I've been reading comics uh, long enough to know that you can have different versions of characters and different stories about characters. I mean, if you look at DC and Marvel, there's been uh, you know versions of Spider-Man that are, are done in a noir sense, and there's like the the 1600s uh, uh, Fantastic Four, and they've set the characters in different time zones uh, with different like spins on, like there was a, a Superman where he ended up in Russia instead of America, and what would happen there. So seeing Elseworld versions of characters is, is something we've always seen in the comics, and it's kind of nice to see it coming into the films as well. Mm. And I do actually like now that i've seen the film i like the idea that they've managed to get a comic book movie where critics have got on board because maybe this will open the door for them to be a bit more understanding that you can have uh, compelling stories with comic book characters yeah and to actually have movies that are based on comics but aren't necessarily your run-of-the-mill, stock-standard, action-action, comedy, ha. Mm, mm. Like, pow-pow, there's your story. Yeah. That's what I quite liked about this movie. And I didn't find it too artistic. They're being artsy for the sake of being artsy. Really? There, there were, yeah. Like Van Sant? Uh, not. It wasn't, it wasn't that, that annoying. It wasn't, it wasn't that – there was – there was weird things like, and again, uh, just uh, just press the spoiler bell because we're going to get you know, stuck in now. So, <laughs> like the, the scene after he's just killed three guys, right? Two guys on a train and one guy in the uh, in the train terminal, and then he he runs to a, a toilet and he Did you go- say three guys on the train. No, he kills th- three guys. Two yeah. guys on the train, one guy uh, like on yes. the stairs. I needed the detail yeah. to be there. <laughs> and then he and then he ran away and then he goes into a um a toilet and does a dance sequence. And there's a lot of dance sequences throughout the film. And I was just going, they're just doing this for, 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 for the arty sake of it. Do you think? Yeah, I think I, I think that was that was the case. But um that it was, but every time he did it, he was calming himself. Yeah, yeah, I suppose so. But it was. But don't you think that's interesting that someone like he obviously had the mechanism to calm himself. Mm, mm. But it was a, uh, it, it was it was a, a good a good film. But I I, I think the um, the idea of giving the Joker you know depth. And also motive as well, because this is the first time we've seen a, a, a version of the Joker on screen that has any any motive. Because generally speaking, the Joker is just pure chaos. Like that's that's what his function is in the Batman story. Even I know that, mm. and I'm not really mm. that on top of the, the whole character universe thing. So that was pretty much my first comment when we worked out walked out of the film like if i can recognize that that it wasn't the joker movie because he wasn't an agent of chaos mm. like you guys must be so frustrated by it <laughs> i say you guys i mean 
all the people out there that actually know stuff about comic books properly. Yeah, but as I said before, if you kept on doing the same thing over and over again, mm. that's all you're ever going to get. And yeah. so I, I like the idea that they can do different versions of the character and different stories because it keeps things fresh. But I do like the way this is kind of like backdoors like a potential sequel with Batman in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, you, you do end up seeing you know, um, Thomas and Martha Wayne get killed again. And I think this is, what, the fifth time? I'm, I'm not sure. Like, I'm not sure. How many times we've had to see Bruce Wayne's parents? <laughs> it kind of felt like um, we should clip them all together, like an episode of Into the Spider-Verse. Yeah. <laughs> so let's so go my name's this Peter time. <laughs> But, yeah, I just, I'd love one time for them to kill Martha and not have the pearls. Yeah. Like, have, have something else. Obviously, like, it was so iconic of that moment that they always feel like they need to recreate it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, can we talk about Martha and, and oh, goodness, what is his dad's name? Mr. Thomas, Wayne. Thomas Wayne. <laughs> and Thomas Wayne. Um, they were old, man. Like, she must have been at least 45 when she had that kid. <laughs> Maybe 50. Don't you reckon she looked like she was mid-50s? I thought she looked young. I didn't, didn't realise she looked old. Really? Yeah, yeah. Oh, maybe it's because you're getting old. Oh, <laughs> funny. But don't you th- – they both look quite sh- – not old as in, like, elderly, mm. but old for for being the parents of a 10-year-old. Yeah. Yeah, but they really made Thomas out to be a dick in this film, though. I know, and that was <laughs> – I found that really refreshing. So you felt like you were getting the story from the other side completely. So we've only really seen the story of – well, I've only ever seen that story of Thomas and Martha dying through the eyes of the 10-year-old who idolizes his parents. Mm. And, you know, you get that sort of that backstory of, oh, see this train, young Bruce? Do you know why we have this train? It's for the people, blah, 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 blah. But this guy was like, he was cold. Mm. Mm. And, like, if there's Anything that might have been truthful or some sort of background in terms of, um, in terms of relationship between Arthur, um, not Arthur Fleck, what was her name? Um, Dottie, Dorothy? Penny. Penny. <laughs> I don't know. She was a bit dotty. Um, so if there was any truth of a relationship there, then, but you kind of bought it because, he was so cold and callous mm, mm. and I don't know. It just It didn't seem like someone who could bring up such a like a moral standpoint that is Bruce Wayne. What I didn't understand with that, that, that part of the storyline. So Penny, like uh, she believed that Thomas Wayne was the father of uh, her son. Yes. And, but. Thomas was saying that um, that it was impossible because she'd adopted her son. Yeah, so Arthur was adopted. Yeah, uh, but she asserts that she was forced to sign adoption papers and stuff like Not that. Not forced. Oh. That it was to safeguard yeah, something, yeah. and so she had to sign documents and um, she had to make out like he was adopted. But then she also like let her let um. Uh, Arthur get abused by one of her partners and was just like mistreating him and stuff like that. How I don't understand how after doing that you would get your your child back. That was kind of weird to me. That that part of it. Do you think that that was supposed to be some sort of like pointed thing of 
like society just not looking after people or that society not looking after people. Well, let's face it, society doesn't mm, look after mm. people anyway. But just highlighting that. Yeah, it could it could be. Yeah. Yeah, that that they just like and kids, I'm sorry to say, they don't always get like they it's the they try and keep the parents together with the kids. Mm. It's not like, you know, you don't just say, Nope, that you've done naughty things, you can't have your kid back. It doesn't work that way. Mm. It's really sad. But yeah, so it it made for an interesting story. But as I said, though, the the way he was raised and the things he goes through, you do feel sympathy for Arthur through this film, which is it's such a weird feeling when you're going and watching what you know is the villain, yet you feel sympathy for him. Yeah, and like, it, but you do because he's he's unwell. And so when you you know you sort of meet this person that's got this like just mound of mental health issues, I think his um, social worker say something about you know that he was on seven medications, mm. and so he's got this mound of mental health issues that he's dealing with. This uncontrollable laughter that just breaks out, and he can't stop it. Like you see him on stage when he's doing that stand-up routine and he's literally trying to choke himself mm. to stop himself from laughing. And it's hard not to empathise with that. And because you see him and he's not a monster in the beginning and he becomes a monster, it's it's really hard not to. And when you see that groundswell, like that that surge of people following him, I was just sitting there in the theatre just going, oh, my goodness, like, this is how these monsters become leaders. Mm. Like, people empathise with them on some sort of level and then, you know, pitch them up on their shoulders and 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 make them their leaders. It's, it's horrible. But I felt empathy towards that character. Because mm. he – and you're right, at the end of it, he was kind of like a, a messiah, like the, the way that they lovingly – I wasn't actually thinking messiah. I was thinking more like Fuhrer kind of thing. Well, I was. I mean, I could, you could see that, mm. but yeah, the way that they, the way they actually portrayed it, with like you know, him being all banged up in the car, and they take him out of the car, and then and he rises exactly, lovingly lay him across the. Oh, you're of a the good car. Catholic boy, aren't you? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we we look for the the, uh, the, the messianic message everywhere. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was it, that that was interesting, and it was interesting that he didn't get away with it either he ends up in a mental institution yeah so but that that makes sense with the character because wasn't he true yeah true and and that last scene where he he kills his um therapist and then he's like you don't know that yeah he might have just walked in red paint yeah yeah, right (laughs) (laughs) um that that was a great scene actually the uh yeah it was a bit quirky as well like the uh the whole getting chased by the the orderlies afterwards yeah but it was a it was a very good scene uh there and also it just yeah it's it's such an interesting way of setting it as well in the 70s um, it's kind of kind of good because if they set it in the 70s and they do decide to have a Batman they could like set that in the 80s which means that you don't have the issue with mobile phones and those kind of things because I think that's the reason why they set this film in the 70s was because there weren't as many security cameras and stuff like that around so no. when he initially kills those guys yeah you know the only thing you got to go off is like witness description of the assailant 
So them describing a clown and, uh, you know, that really helps to, to roll things along. There was no photograph of him or anything like that. No, of course not. Yeah. Just the, like, the drawn picture in the paper. Yeah. But if you, today, if you're setting it in the modern era... Oh, there'd be CCTV everywhere and... Uh, <laughs> and he'd be caught very, very quickly. Well, in theory. Yeah. But you know, one of the other things about the uh, this this Joker compared to the, the Jokers we've seen before mm. is just how much he lacked confidence. Like, even, like, as the the Joker... When he was the, the, the Joker Joker, he still lacked the, the confidence that you saw in Heath Ledger's Joker, you know, Cesar Romero's Joker, uh, Jack Nicholson's Joker. You know, they were all really over-the-top confident characters, and he just didn't show that kind of confidence. Yeah, he did. Like that, he was becoming that. He was becoming that, but he never. He, he became that. No, I still thought. You don't think so? I still thought with his, his speech, once he walked on on stage. Yeah, no, I saw. I saw that we walk on stage. Yeah, but that argumentative breakdown kind of he has on the stage. Uh, I don't think that that showed the same kind of you know in control joker that we've seen yeah because i don't think he had a plan at that stage no because i think well his plan was to kill him well yeah sorry he did have what <laughs> i was gonna get to his plan was to suicide on stage yeah the fact that he didn't and what he did i mean he killed robert de niro i, I know i know it was <laughs> like seriously it was uh it was it was yeah quite something to behold and he didn't kill mark maron <laughs> <laughs> Which you should, he sh- they should have done that just for or everyone who's been pissed off with Mark Maron bagging out comic book movies all this time. Yeah, that would have been <laughs> awesome if they'd done that. Just like, yeah, it could, even even if they did it off screen, they just like two two into Robert De Niro and then he just turns a gun on Mark Maron and then you don't even see him die. He's just like that unimportant. But he was very focused. So when he kills that other clown dude. He he only had interest in killing him because he'd kind of messed up his day because it, that was the guy who'd provided him with the gun mm. that fell out at the children's hospital. But he he already picked up the uh, the scissors before going to the door, so he he always intended to kill whoever because he didn't know who was back there. That's true. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, it's uh, it, some interesting supporting characters as well, like the 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 clown people that he worked with, um, the. Uh, ZZ Beats was an interesting Zazzy one. Beats. Sorry, sorry. Zazzy Beats was an interesting one as well because yeah. when you see the trailer, you like has a relationship with this woman. That's an interesting kind of take on it, right? But then you watch the movie, and then all of a sudden they do a um, Fight Club, uh, <laughs> and uh, the relationship was all in his head, and you know it never actually happened. So. Which is just it's nuts. <laughs> well, it is nuts, but it's it. They really just threw that at you. Mm. And maybe a lot of people expected that. I don't know. What do you think? I'm not, I'm not sure. It's like um I mean, I didn't expect it. Yeah, it kind of seemed legit, although they had um they had foreshadowed him living in his head a bit with that Robert De Niro segment where he was in the audience and came down and was really looking for um like a, a dad figure, a father figure. Yeah. Um, so that, that's what he's you know got from that uh, Robert De Niro character, which is interesting actually. When you, you think about this this movie, you, you do have a lot of the the father figure issues with you know Thomas Wayne and then with uh, Robert De Niro's character of uh, Murray Franklin as well. No, uh, yeah, yeah, because um, and when we were 
watching the movie. Duh. Like, when we were in those early stages, I thought that maybe that was his actual dad and maybe that was what it was. And then I realized that with the letter mm. writing – that it was probably actually Thomas Wayne. And so I thought, oh, maybe the mum's like set it up so like she's sort of pointing him in this direction to keep him away from the fact that Thomas Wayne's his dad. Yeah, interesting theory. I don't, I don't think that was the fact. <laughs> no, That's no. what I thought of in the moment. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's um, it's interesting though. We think about the, the other um, critical darling that came out a few weeks ago at Astra, which was also a daddy issue film. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like this movie so much more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This <laughs> just is... for the record. <laughs> it was... Uh... And I could watch Wacken Phoenix just, like, come down those stairs in that bright costume in the rain any old day. That was great. It's it, it's interesting as well because I thought when I saw the uh, the footage of him walking through the subway uh, in the um, the outfit, but it's in that trailer as well. Uh, yeah. when, he, when he did that bit and then the dancing down the stairs bit but they were his confident the, moments the, like once he put that makeup on in the, the those late stages of the film that was when he all of a sudden like just stood up straight and mm. became the joker he, he almost became the joker it wasn't quite <laughs> it wasn't quite the joker for me uh, potato potato <laughs> but the but the uh I, I i could see i could see him playing it again i'd be happy to have him play it again and see a full-on joker like, not Joker in the last 10 minutes of the film, but Joker for the whole film. That's what I really want to see. Yeah, and you probably will at some stage if they – because they are talking about doing a Batman back-to-back. Uh, well, you got the Robert Patterson Batman that's coming up, but I don't think that uh, that's going to be connected to this. Yeah, because he's going to be too shiny. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I would be I would be bang up for an 80s Batman with uh, Joaquin Phoenix as a Joker. I think his name is actually Joaquin Phoenix. Joaquin, Joaquin, whatever. Yeah. Just just think like Kinwa, yeah. but Joaquin. Wasn't his, didn't he have a different name before he became Joaquin Phoenix? No, I think he wanted to be called Leaf for a while. Oh, okay. That'd be so much easier. <laughs> so much easier. <laughs> it would have been so much easier, I guess. But um, alas, it was not to be. It was not to be. <sighs> He must get really into his characters, hey? Yeah, yeah. I think there was um, – I can't remember which talk show, but there was an article today about apparently um, one of the talk show hosts, I don't know if it was Kimmel or uh, who it was, but uh, was um, had him on the show and then showed some outtakes that he'd been given of him just going off at somebody. But I, I think it might have been one of those planned – more of a work than a, um, uh. a shoot. Right, because you know how they like to do that kind of stuff to to promote things. So yeah, and and he in particular like has done that kind of stuff before. Oh, Remember really? That? He did that um, movie uh, where he was like you know pretended he wasn't acting anymore, and he grew a really long beard, and then when he went on, went on Letterman and was all very strange. He did a movie where he pretended that he wasn't. I'm acting not here anymore. or something like that. I think it was called. Ah. Uh... It was like no. a documentary thing. No, well, he did, and, okay. and so he, he's not. Uh, yeah, he's not um, scared of doing those weird, weird kind of things. So it could could be that. Could be real. Who knows? <laughs> but <laughs> but yeah, no, it was a an interesting film. The, the setting was was really good. Like you felt like it was in that's it was because it was late seventies, wasn't it? The, the the setting for it. I don't. I think it was timeless. Um, I think that. It kind of indicated a little bit of that kind of 70s vibe, 
but the costume to me didn't really reflect necessarily 70s. Mm-hmm. It was kind of like it was a, a time all of its own, which I've always felt like that kind of, I don't know, that world should have a time of its own. Like, why should Gotham have to be on the same timeline as us? Yeah, yeah that's true. That's true. Mm. Yeah. It and was- that classic kind of stuff. I love the titles. Yeah, yeah, they, they made it look. They made it look really old fashioned. Yeah, and the, do you notice at the start of the film that there was no DC logo at all? No, no. And the the logo for Warner Brothers was like well old. Yeah, and the um, and then at the end of the film, the the credits again were very old fashioned credits, mm. but they had a a credit come up which said based on DC comic book characters. I feel like we've had this before. Yeah. What other movie recently was it? It was just based on the characters, and we're like, oh, well, whatever. I'm not sure. Oh, um, 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 <laughs> I don't know. It'll come to me eventually. It'll probably come Once to me next. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. No, 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 no. no. Um, it was a comic movie. I'm sure. Oh, right. And we're like, oh, well, that's a bit disappointing because we we're hoping it was going to be this, but it was just based on those mm. characters. Oh goodness, I wonder what it was. Someone's probably screaming about. <laughs> what movie it was. Do you know what's probably going to happen? We're probably going to watch an episode of something on Netflix. I'll be like, that guy! It was that guy! Like I did with the creepy guy. Right. Well, I found him finally. <laughs> so, yeah, I think I think overall, like uh, I, I, as I said, I, I enjoyed this film. It was a lot better than I thought it was going to be. Mm. Um, and, yeah, it was, a, it was actually a pleasant surprise. Yeah. Ditto. I mean, I purposely got tickets in the recliners because I thought, worst case scenario, I have a two-hour nap. Yeah. No, really, that was my plan. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to bring a cozy jumper and have a two-hour nap and it's going to be lovely. But I, I wanted to watch the whole thing. Yeah. I think this is, is definitely the most um, – well, it's, a, it's the first real character study comic book movie that we've had. Because a lot of comic book movies are, are very uh, action based. Yeah. So yeah, and it's amazing to think that it's a it's a villain that they've they've done this with. Yeah, and I kind of like the simplicity of any of the action. Well, there wasn't action in it necessarily, mm. but obviously people get killed, and I just like the simplicity of it. Like it wasn't over the top, karate chop, wah, mm. gonna parkour off this wall. And then land on your head or whatever they do. You know, they kind of get a bit fancy yeah. these days because they've got people around them to make it look fancy. Mm. But this felt like it, I think that helped it feel a little bit more grainy. Yeah. A bit yeah. more gritty. And it was the kind of like, you know, the Joker's never been a, a fighter. Like, you know, he's always been like a person who used gadgets or, or guns or knives or those kind of things. Um, more of an instigator because I always kind of wondered whether he was more the person that. Um, got other people to shoot the gun. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah that's true. That's true. And, and interestingly enough, like there was like there were the, the three guys in the beginning. Yeah. And then there was the the mother. Yeah. Then there was the. Uh, oh, big, yeah, matricide. Yeah. It's not a movie without matricide yeah. these days. The big clown guy. Yeah. And then it was uh, Robert De Niro. That's it. Yep. Oh, of course the Waynes, but he didn't kill the Waynes. No. Yeah. I thought you were implying that the psych at the end got killed. By yeah, him. but she got killed off screen, so she doesn't count. <laughs> See, now you're on my side. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Yeah. Um, so six. Yeah. Okay. 
That's that's a low body count. It it is. It is. For for the for a Joker film, you would expect it to be a lot higher than that. <laughs> I yeah. I think he killed less people than Cesar Romero, quite frankly. <laughs> really? Um I kind of wanted him to grow a mustache. I really mm. thought he was going to let the mo mm. grow in after he lost his job and just rock that kind of look. I was kind of disappointed <laughs> that he didn't. What um what movie did um he uh, was it Girl? Was that the name of the movie? That Joaquin Phoenix had a, a moustache. Her? Her. Mm. Yeah, not girl. <laughs> Whatever. I knew it was a word for the lady type. <laughs> yes, but... Uh, <laughs> You're like, oh, oh no. Stunned silence. <laughs> yeah, it just... I think, yeah, the, the film works because of him at the end of the day. Like, he, he does an amazing job. Um, he, How skinny was he, though? Yeah, he lost a shitload of weight. Like not quite machinist, mm-hmm. but getting there. Yeah, and he's and he was also like twisting his body in certain ways to augment how skinny he was. Yeah, he, like had that whole holding himself really awkwardly kind of thing going on. That scene where he's not when he's cleaning out his locker when he comes back to work after getting beaten up. And, like, you can see him, he's a bit mm. bruised and stuff like that, but he's so, like, twisted and contorted the way he's sitting there mm. when he's, um, fi- I don't know what he's doing, he's doing something with the shoes. Yeah, yeah. And he was just so contorted, but, like, he was just so skinny and you're just like, oh, just, here's a donut. <laughs> I like but, I- No, but uh, it was just, like, really awkward to watch. Mm. And I think that that's what they did so well in this movie was, like, making you feel so awkward and they built a bit of tension, but not a lot of it. And so it was more about just feeling awkward and then feeling – I think that's why I felt so much empathy for mm. him. Well, and the, the, did you notice as well he said, spent so much time in the movie with his shirt off? It was like, if I'm going to lose all this weight, I'm going to like show my <laughs> skinniness off as much as possible. Because <laughs> after this, I'm going to eat all the food. <laughs> um, I – yeah mm. – I didn't really think about it that much when I was watching it. Totally. Like, you know, um, in a Marvel film, you'll generally get, like, uh, the, the lead... The stock standard one yeah, scene. Yeah, the one lead male character shirt off thing. But, uh, yeah, no, uh, he wanted to go the extra mile. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he really did. Yeah. Um, but it was kind of weird because, like, if you do that whole Marvel movie one scene with the shirt off thing, it's usually because they've got to, like, pump so much iron to make all their muscles pop out and everything like this, well, everything like that. Like, what did he do to make his bones pop out? Yeah. <laughs> that's right. That's right. It's, uh, it was it was a very, very hardcore. But, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm just flabbergasted by... Um, How much you liked it? I, well, I, I didn't like... I'm not going to go so, so far as to say I loved it. Um, no, I, think, I said liked. Yeah, yeah. I didn't say loved. No, 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 no. I didn't say you want to marry yeah, it. I'd say as far as uh, ratings go, I, I am going to give it um, three and a half... Um, three and a half... What am I going to give it three and a half of? Um, three and a half white tongues... Because he painted his tongue. But he didn't paint it white. He painted it with a clean brush. Really? I thought it was white. Uh, I didn't see any white there. Ah, it doesn't matter. Anyway, <laughs> what rating would you give it? Um, I hadn't really thought of ratings. Is that bad? No. Um, 
I just feel like I've been put on the spot here. <laughs> you know that I'm overrating movies because out of five, at why why would you do that to me? We we, we certainly weren't going to rate Star Wars movies, but this is a movie that's out now, so you've got to give it some sort of rating out of five. It's the way it works. I'm going to give it four. Four. Where am I going to give it four of? I don't know. I'm going to give it four. Wall Street guys on the subway. For, no, but there's only three of them, but okay, I'll let it slide. What? <laughs> Come on. I gave it a, an extra one. I would give so it So he f- got one point for every of the guys on the subway mm. and a point for himself. Duh. He was actually a really good shot. Like for a guy who like you know, wasn't like trained with guns or anything like that. Have you heard of Point Blank? He, but he wasn't shooting them all Point Blank. Pretty much, like no, like, yeah, no. Like, how hard is it? I mean, if I can like shoot things with the laser gun thing, <laughs> yeah, but I've never actually, had any training. You're actually aiming when you you've got like the, the, those guns. Maybe he was aiming. He spent <laughs> a lot of time like playing with the gun. <laughs> he shot a wall. Like he showed he was very ineffectual yeah, with the gun before. Yeah, but he was dancing then. with the gun. Was that when you got up to go to the loo? Because like I was just at that point where I was just like going, oh, I think this is getting a bit weird. <laughs> oh, I don't know how this is going to turn out. <laughs> and I was just like, oh, this is amazing. Yeah. This might work. <laughs> yes. So anyway, so we. Go- are, are you done with this? Yeah. No. What, what more can Should you say? pack up the gear before mum and dad wake up? <laughs> I think yeah, I think we're done. But uh, yeah, Joker was a you know an okay watch. So to go out and check it out because uh, you know hopefully we'll get some more different kind of Marvel, uh, different kind of comic book heroes or villains, as the case may be. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll catch you next time, and we'll be back with Rachel and Cecilia. Bye bye. This podcast has been brought to you by the gentlemen of pop culture. <laughs>